Y'all drop y'all questions below. What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy Ace Metaphor, and this is the Ace of Heart podcast session. Now, listen, I told y'all I'm going to start giving y'all a hot 45 minutes every single day. All right. You can listen to this on all the audio podcast channels, or you can watch it on YouTube in its entirety. Um, and then I will be chopping it up for little clips here and there on IG and Facebook. So what I want you guys to do right now, I want you guys to, if you want to come on camera and ask me a question, all right, don't be shy. Don't be shy. I don't bite. I do not bite. Don't be shy. If you want to come on live and ask me a question, just go to the link in my bio if you are on Instagram. If you just got this message in your um, text message feed, all right, I already see people loading, so we're about to get this going. So what we're going to do today is we're going to do a rapid fire session. All right, rapid fire session. Now, because I like making sure. Yeah, 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 okay. All right, so we got it. We we, we all good. So let's see who's going to be first. Um, Miss Grant, you ready? You got a question for me, Miss Grant? Uh-oh, she moving around a little bit. Renee, you got a question for me? Renee, you got a question. I think Renee got a question. So look, before we get uh, started, make sure you text this number you got on the screen. If you're not on my uh, my uh, my texting list, this is how you will know when I do live question and answers face to face. Also, remember, joining my live, you know, it's going to be on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So just know that. OK, I don't want y'all being surprised when you see it on YouTube. And then lastly. Lastly, you can get your books and your card games at shopacemetaphor.com. All right. So let's get this popping right away. Um, Renee, talk to us. I have a silly question. Um, so how do you approach introducing new people when maybe your partner has asked you to introduce new people, whether it be guy or girl? Introduce new people to what? Uh, your relationship. As far as nothing like crazy, maybe I don't know. Oh, you talking about? Oh, you talking about Freaky Deaky? Yeah, Freaky Deaky. Oh, you talking about Freaky Deaky? Yeah. Um. Whoa. Okay. Um. Hi, Friday. Oh, wow. You talk uh, Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Um. Wow. Um. So this is something that both of you and your partner is interested in. All right, then. I mean, what, what shoot? Do your thing. Now, let me tell you something. I can't speak from total experience. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I've had my fair share of fun in the back of the day, but I hadn't necessarily had it in a committed relationship. Have you had these Freaky Friday times in committed relationships before? Yes. Okay. So how, how'd that work out for you? It's fine until it becomes something like rules or whatever else that were not followed. Oh, what rules are these are you talking about? Oh, um, like side conversations are not necessarily bad, but meeting someone without the knowledge of the other person of like your commitment is not okay. Oh, so, okay. So here's the rules. So you're saying, okay, we can have a third party join us in the bed, but this is, we are both aware of this person. All right. right. Both of us. And you not talking to that person without me. And I'm not right. talking to that person without you. Yeah. So maybe you should have a group thread. Okay. A group thread where you guys have that conversation together. You know what I'm saying? And the communication is put in that group thread. All right. Now you talking about another guy, another guy or another girl? Both. 
Uh, oh, at the same time or differently? Differently and then maybe together. Oh, oh, so this is freaky freaky. Oh, <laughs> oh, my, my bad. This is freaky freaky. Oh, it is, it is, it is freaky. Let your Friday. flag fly. It is freaky Friday. Wow. Freaky Friday. Okay. All right. Well, I think as long as you guys are open and transparent with each other, as long as you guys respect the boundaries. Now, I would spend a lot of time working on those boundaries and making sure that you cover all sorts of hypotheticals so that there is there is no wiggle room for guesswork. Because a lot of times when you give you know a lot of gray area, it, it's room for someone to feel a certain type of way. So as long as you guys cover your bases and make sure that there is those solid rules and then be honest about how you feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Like right now you might be all gun ho and teal. You know what I'm saying? And teal. You know what I'm saying? And teal. You know what I'm saying? So as long as you're honest and transparent, I think you'll be all right. All right? Yeah. All right, lady. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Uh-huh. Peace. Oh, I've, 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 I've never, I've never really got asked that question before. That's a, that's a new one right there. <laughs> that's a new one. All right. I got some more space. So if you guys want to come ask me questions live, all you have to do is go to the link in my bio on Instagram and you can join in. Um, you can come on camera and ask me live. If you're watching this on YouTube, I sent you a text that has the link to it as well. All right. So who's next? Who's ready? Um, Miss Grant. Are you ready? Yeah, she said, yeah. Miss Grant, what, uh, uh, where you at? Oh, Miss Grant, you got a lot of feedback. Hold on, I'm going to try you a little later, okay? See if you can go somewhere a little bit more quiet, okay? Um, Miss Green, are you ready? M. Green, are you ready to ask me a question? You got to pick up the camera. I got to know you ready. Uh, she said, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know about all that, Ace. I don't know about asking questions live. All right, Miss Felicia, what's up? Talk to me. You got to unmute your... Yeah, you <laughs> I had a question um, last week for you, Ace. Mm -hmm. I think I um, texted to you. But however, I, ha I won't say no names. I have a friend. Uh-huh. Um, we were talking almost a month, okay. uh -huh. and I come to find out that the guy is Very a narcissist. Good, Ashley. You did great today. Oh. You want to do some crafts? So, what now? I tried to break it off. Tried. 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 You you didn't succeed. Why? Back up. Go um. Um, the guy, no. I'm sorry, I'm at work. Try not to uh -huh. have my patient on camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tried, but the guy became a stalker. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, that's not good. How long y'all been talking? Almost a month. Oh, that's not good at all. <laughs> that's actually pretty horrible. So, what's your plan? Uh, I don't have one. I tried everything I can think of. Mm. Okay. So what what is this person doing? Are they popping up or they just, just keep calling? 
texting, calling, popping up, coming by my job, coming by my house. Okay, well, it sounds like you probably should get the police involved. You know, that sounds like that should be your step. So maybe try that today. All right. And this way you can have some type of protection, some type of record of it. And then there is some type of understanding that if you pop up, I'm going to call the cops. You know what I'm saying? And normally that 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 happens to 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 really, you know, inspire people to quit being weird. All right. Sound good. Sound good. All right. You enjoy your day. You too. Thank you, Ace. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's see. Uh, who else we got on here? Uh, M. M. Bali, if I'm pronouncing it right. You ready? You ready? What's up? Hi, Talk I'm to ready. me. How are you? I'm doing good. What's going on? Good, good. Um, I have such a complex question to ask. So I would like to know what your your opinion on a polygamous man is and what is your opinion on women who go into polygamous relationships? I, I don't specifically have an opinion about it for other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this is something that you are okay with and that person is okay with, I believe that that could work. I, mean, I know there's parts of the world where that's normal. You know what I'm saying? And it is an acceptable practice. I live in the United States, so it's not like um, the most common thing ever. So is this, is this, are, are you from the States? No, I'm actually from South Africa. All right. Is it common there? Um, in the Zulu, like in certain cultures. Yeah, but not really. Okay. So, yeah. so, so when I you think talk about personally on your mm -hmm. topic of like women having to like try hard um, mm -hmm. or break themselves to get into that wife thing. So like for me, I think I'm struggling around the concept, but I grew up in a space where it's like kind of normal, but mm -hmm. I'm also a bit of a feminist. So engaging in this kind of like environment, I'm doing it from understanding, but I'm struggling with the concept around it. And I feel like his answers just try harder. So there is like love and all of that, but at the same time, I find it to be a lot on his terms. It's not like a mutual, like we're both trying and both changing for the situation. Okay. Um... And is it fair to ask that of a man? To be like you need to adjust your lifestyle as well and be accountable to your wives i guess if you're asking to have these people in your life do you want to be in a polygamous relationship <laughs> no so why are you even entertaining it because you like this guy you like him so now you want to consider it is, that, not is that the reason right. you said what no legit i think like i never I never realized that like I would even be in this role in this type of predicament, but I think because of the connection, it was so like strong. But I think when I think about it, our values are too different. And it's like in love, don't you compromise for each other? So that's oh, the yeah. part you, that's you, you can true. compromise with with each other in love, but a lot of times that comp uh, that compromise doesn't include being in a relationship with another woman at the same time. That that is a that is a uh, that's not a normal compromise here. So let me just say this. Here's the thing. If you listen, if you like it, I love it. If it's working for you and this is what you want for your life, then cool. But you up there talking about connection. Listen, you can have connection with a lot of different people. 
Right now, yeah. you think this is the only connection that you will ever have. No, you leave this person, give yourself six more months. You're going to find somebody you like equally as much that won't require you to compromise your idea of monogamy. Now, if this is something you just want to try to see if you like, cool. But if you're doing that just because you like him, then that's not being genuine to yourself. And it's not respecting your worth. And, and, and honestly, honestly, what happens is you'll fall for a guy that can talk well. Or oh, he probably smooth talking to. Oh, he probably smooth. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, baby girl can be me, you, and her. You know what I'm saying? It's like a big family. I'm going to take care of you both. And you just looking at him like, you know, I like you. I guess I'll try it. But my point is, yeah. It, it, if this is something you want, it's different. But if you don't want it, I don't think you should be pressured into this type of relationship um, simply because you have a connection with this one particular guy. And 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 let me just be honest. I'm gonna make this a generalization for a lot of the ladies that are listening right now. Um, y'all fall in love with dudes and be just losing y'all damn senses. I don't know how this happens. Like for real, for real talk. Like you will fall in love for a dude and start just changing your whole lifestyle for him. But but name a guy that changes his lifestyle for you. I'll be quiet. I'll wait. When the last time a guy changed his lifestyle for you? Why is always you the one to sacrifice and why you always got to change what you want? Why you always got to move where he want to move? How? Why you always got to be on his time schedule? Why you always got to let him make every decision for the relationship? Why he gets to have you compromise while he stands still and firm on what he believes? My point is, I know he cute and maybe he do got good D, but there's a lot of guys like that. It's a lot of fellas like that. All right. Now, I, I you know, I must admit to be able to pull the monogamy thing. You got to be able to slang. You got to really be bringing some shit to the table. So maybe he is a really qualified guy. But I will say you have to have core values with yourself. You have to say, OK, what are some things I'm not compromising? And is monogamy one of those things? Now, if you're open to it, try it. it you may like it. You might fuck around and like the girl he with. Y'all be besties. You like her? You like the girl he with? No, I don't. Like zero. Yeah. Like, nah. All right, then. All right, then. You don't even like the girl he with. So it's my good. point is... Wild. I'm just saying, like, now how is this going to work if you don't like the girl he with? No, I hear you. I completely hear you. I think the way you put it, you simplified it. I complicated it for myself. And I think that's what... So for me, it's like things do have to be hard until they're better. And that's his mentality. Like, don't you want to try harder? If you love someone, you try harder. No, no, you don't. Like, mm. No, you don't. When you love someone that's right for you, mm. it doesn't require you to go through pain, discomfort, and, and, and unnecessary hurdles and problems. See, that's the thing. When love is right, it doesn't mm. mean that you're not going to have difficulties here and there. But there is this, this facade that people place on people just to get them to put up with a bs i'm going to tell you that all relationships are difficult and you'll never get what you truly want so that you can settle for the bullcrap i'm offering you this is what men will do to you if you let them do it and here you are you look at your past you're like well you're right i've been in unsuccessful relationship after unsuccessful relationship so maybe i should just settle but let mm. me tell you this settling 
leads to suffering. Mm. And I don't care how good this man is. Mm. You probably deserve a man that, you know, it's feels like you're enough. You know, don't 100%. you want to feel like enough? 100%. And if he's entertaining other women, does that make you feel like you're enough for him? It doesn't. No. Mm. So I'm saying, and this was for everybody watching. I know times can get hard. I know you can go through all these unsuccessful relationships and you start to think that you got to settle your worth and take what you can get. You got to fight that. You got to fight that and love another day. Love another day with yourself. All that goodness you want to give him that he want to share with other people, <laughs> you can give it to yourself. You do know that, right? Yeah. All that time, attention, you can give it to you. So this is yeah. what I want you to do. I want you to focus on you. Now, listen, mm -hmm. he probably is a great guy. I, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know him. I'm not going to sit here and trash him because he probably is a great guy. But the guy for you probably would be a person seeking monogamy mm -hmm. and not for me. All right? Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you so I, much. Oh, I appreciate you joining me. Thank you so much. Yeah, All right. That's exciting. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right. So we got Karma. Karma, you up next. Karma, you ready for me? You got a question for me? All right. Hold on one second. Um, just, just to reiterate, if you guys want to be a part of these live feeds um, and get notified, make sure you text this number below, 937-314-6974. This audio podcast will be on all the streaming sites. So Shopify, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever Google's thing is. Um, also, remember, it is streaming on YouTube. So, you know, you don't got to get super personal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if you're cool with that, cool. But just remember, this is streaming on YouTube. I just want everybody to know that. Then also, if you want my books or card games, you can go to shopacemetaphor.com. Now we got that out the way. Karma, what's up? Speak to me. I'm However, why is this just... Why why do men and women sometimes make love more complicated than what it is? Oh. It, it it you know you it's right there. You either choose it or you don't. I mean, they make well, it too much. It's it's not a big melting pot. But it let me let me like let that. me say this to you. Let me say this to you. Um Love, do you mean love or do you make do you mean relationships? Love, period. Because in a relationship, you should be friends, and then friends will turn into the relationship. But all of that, the common denominator should be love. Right, but you're talking about both. Because here's the thing: you can love someone and not be in a relationship with them, correct? So you're talking about loving someone you're in a relationship with. Okay, yes. If we want to simplify, yes. All right. So let me say this to you. Now I understand where you're coming from. And I and and so we're gonna we're gonna talk about it a little bit. But let me say something. A relationship to me requires more than just love. It, it it's love and skill. And this is where I feel like a lot of people miss. You may feel like your relationship are complicated because there's a lack of skill and compatibility. So although the love within you is real and the love within that person is real, there is a, a disconnect with 
me loving you in the way in which you want to be loved. And here's the thing. We think love conquers all, but I, I really believe that's God's love. God's love can conquer a lot of things, but our love is imperfect. Our love needs structure. Our love needs boundaries. Our love needs respect and integrity. And without all those things, that love will fail. That love will fail. That relationship will fail. And so what I mean is there is things you want your relationship to be complicated by. OK, because complicated don't mean don't always mean a bad thing. OK, complicated means it's complex. There's layers. There's depth. There's understanding. There's boundaries. There's respect. There is me knowing you internally and intimately. So I know what you like and what you don't like. And because I love you, I shy away from the things that uh, bring the worst out of you mm -hmm. because I love you. Sometimes I sacrifice the things I may want to see you happy. And that love inspires me to do so. But I want you, to, I want to ask you this question after I make this point. Okay. And I want everybody to understand this. Love can inspire. That's what love does. It inspires. But inspiration without skills, without motivation, without discipline, without integrity, without faithfulness, without direction, without leadership or followership, uh, following skills, it, it don't get you. No, I'm inspired to, to do a lot of things. I'm inspired to make a million dollars right now. <laughs> I don't mean I have the know-how. So I get what you're saying. So when you say, why do people overcomplicate love? Are you meaning overcomp or complicated with good things like structure? Or do you mean like with arguments and, and what, what do you mean specifically? unnecessary drama and just you know we can magnify things and blow them up and it's unnecessary give me a specific example okay okay make point blank the biggest question is when you're in a relationship should that person have friends of the opposite sex mm. honestly that's a no-brainer to me if you had friends before you got in a relationship and you trust that person it really shouldn't be that complicated however given that person that you're dating if that person isn't honest then of course that's going to cause problems in the relationship thus question love if you really love that person and you're not honest with and you have to fabricate about your other relationship that's making it more complicated than what it is. Just so let me say this. Don't get in a relationship. You know what Let I'm me saying? say this. Let me say this. I'm going to be honest with you. And I know you didn't mean it this way, but that if you really love me is to me one of the most misguided and misunderstood phrases because it's not about love. We think love is a magic potion, that it's a band-aid, that it's Houdini that can wave his hand and change a person from what they were before they fell in love with you to a different person. And it doesn't work like that. You're equating this, this issue to a lack of love when it's a lack of communication. Did you communicate with this person in the beginning about how you felt about friends of the opposite sex? Or did you wait? until you got invested and then it came up randomly and you found out that he feels differently than how you feel this has nothing to do with love it has everything to do with lack of communication and this is what we are doing we are falling in love with people 
before we know we are truly compatible, before we know that they have the, the, the skills and the, the care to hold our heart without breaking it. And this is what we do. You date somebody you like, you think he's cute, you have a few good dates, you laugh a little bit, and you think you soulmates. No, no. your souls ain't talk not one date. Y'all was talking about, are you a, you a Scorpio? Oh, I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, we posed to be together. What high school did you go to? What's your favorite color? We do all these trivial um, trivial questions during those dating process. We do a whole bunch of texting and talking, but we don't talk about shit except our trauma and we bond over trauma. We do all, everything but inquire. Yeah, very guilty about that, yeah. About who they are on the inside. Very guilty, yeah. So what I want you to do is this. I understand you believe in the power of love and I do too. But as a 30 something year old man, I realized that love is just a gas. But what good is gas without the car? Hmm. Trust is the tires. Integrity is the engine. Leadership skills is the steering wheel. You know, self-discipline is your windshield. It keeps it keeps flies and stuff from flying in. You need all those things in the combination of love. When you keep putting too much weight on just love, you will continue to fall short. So whether it's this relationship and which you can fix it, you can go to counseling therapy. You can you guys can start to remake it or your next one. You got to start. That's the reason why I'm not, because I believe in a minute, but it's just the repetitiveness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I don't have time for it. I'm getting, I'm getting too old for all that. But so, I guess I, you know I'm always getting told that people don't think the way I do, and because you know I feel like we're grown. You you hit you, a whole lot of nice points, but some things should just you should just no 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 <laughs> no. When you assume, you make an ass out of you and me assuming you cannot assume this is the problem you keep thinking but you gotta admit some things people just playing games they do know that but they choose not to act in it but 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 why what are you doing doing this this, the dating what are you doing those months you dating somebody before you get in a relationship you you get to know that person not just get to know where they've been and who they've been with and how they've been hurt but you get to See, you ask them questions to see if they can pass the interview and do the job of being your boyfriend. So, so you can't, I can't invite you to my job interview and assume you know what you're supposed to do when you get hired. I have to ask you questions to vet and see if you, your, your morals and your thinking align with my, my, uh, my, uh, company mission. I have to tell you what the job description is. And, and see if you have experience in those things. We have to maybe do a, a, a mock walkthrough. I want to see if you know how to do this and do that before I offer you the position. You just saying, show up to the job. I'm assuming you know how to cook a burger. Not everybody know how to cook a burger. You making it seem like it's easy and everybody know how to do it. Not everybody know how to do it. And that's why you ask questions. So you don't yoke yourself with people that's incapable of loving you correctly. And so when you assume you are taking your biggest defense against fuckboy itis out your biggest defense is you being able to cue your discernment and your intuition and when you're not asking these questions and you assuming people just know 
you now are fight or you're trying to find love with one hand tied behind your back. So again, mm. I get what you're saying. But when you in a relationship or when you're dating, you should take the guesswork out of it. Mm. Because that's what the wrong relationship can set you back six months, a year, two mm. years, five years. Back. Have kids with the wrong person to set you back 18. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? So, so with this being said, your heart is valuable. So it may seem like remedial questions to you. It may seem like people should just know to do it, but your heart is too valuable to not at least ask. It's necessary. All right. So going forward, please, <laughs> please quit assuming people feel the same way you feel about stuff in relationships. Because complete people can be completely different, all right? Absolutely. Thank you. All right, girl. Thank you. <laughs> um, Miss Speaks, what's up? You ready? Miss Speaks, Miss Speaks, states, yeah, you ready? You ready? Do this or something. Hurt girl. Mm. What's up? Talk to me. All right. So I need some help. We are living in a different day. Time uh -huh. different. My back. Um, I grew up in church. I'm a pastor's kid. I'm a PK. Now, my question is, is it okay for a woman to shoot her shot? And if so, hey, I need help. Yeah. 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 So, so how would I, like, especially on social media, do I comment on their pictures say, hey, like, L like how, how do I... Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to just be honest with you. Ladies, I think ladies think way too deep in this um shooting your shot can be as simple as making yourself noticeable that's it noticeable think about it when you go out to a, a nice place you'll spend you know hours getting your hair done you'll get that fashion over dress so you have to you have to at least uh think you know five to seven business days in advance so it get there on time you got your nails done you know you're a pastor's uh daughter so i, I don't know if you prepare for other things but sometimes you gotta shave you feel me drink your alkaline water you get everything together right because you put on your makeup your mac your maybelline your fancy because you want to be noticeable but a lot of times what i feel like a lot of women are doing is they're again dating with one hand behind their back because you're not using your personality to also be an attraction factor. I get you guys look good and you can wear perfume and you can sit in the across the room and just sit and some guys will come speak to you. However, think about how many more men you will find that has interest in you if you were more social. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm asking. More social. You know, you own social media, but you ain't social you know what i'm saying you, you, you are you commenting back and forth are you responding to dms are you liking other people's pictures are you engaging with their stories let me tell you something men notice because it doesn't happen to us as much you guys get women probably get a lot of attention on social media people jumping in inbox but for guys it doesn't happen as much and you don't have to come thirst mcgurks you ain't got to be acting like you dehydrated <laughs> oh you so sexy <laughs> you ain't got to be thirsty McGurk. all you all you got to do is spark conversation if you see someone um that likes the team you like you know we're, uh, what city you live in i'm in ohio i'm in cincinnati Bengals. 
Are you in Ohio? I live I live in Dayton, so we're not too far. So listen. Yeah, you see somebody, yeah, you see somebody with a bingo shirt, like, yo, how you think the year gonna go? You know what I'm saying? Like it's sparking a conversation without feeling like you're pursuing him. And this gives him an opportunity to notice you. Here's the thing: the Bible says, and you said you're a pastor's uh, daughter. The Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. But the Bible never said that you couldn't be noticeable. The Bible did, never said you couldn't be in places where people want to be looking for, to be found in people. The Bible, and, and here's the thing. I think the person being found has a job to do as well. Just like a person that's doing the finding, the person that wants to be found has to do an equal amount of work to be in a position and be in a place where those people are looking. And also, once that man finds you, what conversations are you bringing to the table? Are you do you got a few good jokes, go to jokes in your pocket you can throw out? Are you maximizing the interactions that you have? And that's all I'm saying. Let me tell you this. I'm be honest with you. Um, in my line of work, I've met a lot of beautiful women. So much so that I'm immune to just beauty. You know, the the women that I've talked to over the last few years have been people who had infectious personalities. And so it pains me when I, I hear women equate being social, um, being outgoing, going to places to highlight your strength. If you were, let's say you were a great singer, go to karaoke night, get on stage and sing, being outgoing those things is what will radiate to a certain man because it's a it's it's a lot of men that yes i will appreciate how you look but can you make me laugh too how is our conversations and then i'll i'll say this and this is the last part i'm gonna leave you with also think about it like this most of us are not supermodels i'm not i'm not like drop dead gorgeous i'm not like you drop everything you do you about to drop your birkin bag to run across the street in your heels to talk to me i'm not that good looking you know what i'm saying like i feel like i'm decent but you're not that, that, oh shit girl who is he and you know excuse me sir excuse me what is that you're not gonna do that with me you know maybe if i'm wearing gray sweats but other than that you're not gonna do that but but ladies i'll be honest with you just like i can have that realization most people, though, men and women, aren't that gorgeous. So, which means, what can you do to differentiate yourself from other people? And for women, it's completely easy. All you have to do is be more outgoing and social because guys don't get approached often. It catches us off guard. Think about it. We are such offensively minded creatures that we don't know what to do to defend ourselves as a woman stepped to us first. We be oh, we can't compute it. We well, uh, I, I can't compute because we we're not used to women approaching us. So let me just stick a landing with this. Approaching a man just means sparking a simple conversation. You can still allow this man to take the lead in asking you out and asking for your number, but it is now saying, "Hey, I want you to notice me," and it's nothing wrong with that because again. You want to be found. So being found, the people that normally get found are the people that are more noticeable. So that that's my suggestion. I do not think it's thirsty. I actually think it's shrewd. And I actually feel like the women that do that have more, have more male interest and have more options to pick from. Because at this point, 
think about it. At this point, you only pick it. You only choosing from the people that initially was physically attracted enough enough to you to talk to you. And here's the the the, the confusing thing about women. Sometimes you don't want a man that's just there based off of how you look, but you only using how you look to attract them. Like, how much sense does that make? You know what I'm saying? But uh, I appreciate you. Uh, did you have anything else to add? No, that'll be all. You helped me out, so I don't have to grab it. I don't, you know. <laughs> all right. Well, there it is. All right. All right. Yeah, just spark the conversation. It ain't that bad. All right. Peace. All right, y'all. Right, See, it is just a simple conversation, you guys. I mean ladies um let's see who up next um let's see is it carmel carmela are you you ready give me give me 30 seconds okay give me like 30 seconds okay i'm gonna I'm bring you up i just want to make sure you're ready um ladies ladies it's a simple conversation no one is asking for you to be like I don't normally drink bath water, but I drink yours. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't normally drink bath water, but I drink yours. Like you don't have to approach men the way men approach you. You know, a man approaches you with a punchline and stuff. But think about it. Most of the men that you give attention to are not the ones approaching you with corny punchlines. They're the persons that just seems genuinely interested in something you're currently interested in. And you'd be like, okay, we got something in common. The same with men, like, you know, just spark a conversation. And here's the thing. If he don't bite, it, it ain't like you shot, a, you shot a shot for real. It ain't like you asked him out and he said no. You're just giving him the opportunity to see you. And then by being friendly, then now this man says, okay, I want to, let me grab your number real quick. Let me take you out. And, and, and I'll say this last thing. I'm getting sick of people, women saying, men and women, but specifically women. Well, if he really want me, he'll come get me. You, men are not always on the hunt. And I want you guys to understand that. Just like you're not always on the hunt. Like I seen a video, a viral video, where somebody was talking about um, telling women they, they should smile more. And I felt like it was distasteful and and, and kind of misogynistic, but because I was like, well, a woman isn't always on the hunt or always trying to be found right now. So to say that she should be smiling 24-7, it's it's just kind of just misogynistic. But the same thing for men, we're not always on the hunt. So if you notice a man before he notices you, saying something to him is not gonna hurt, you know. It is not. And if you that stuck up that you like, hell no, then you can't also be the same person complaining that you're single. Because a lot of times a woman, a woman to say, look, there's no good men out here. Because you're basing that off of the few men that stepped in approach to you and not the men you approached and not the men that you actually liked and you sparked a conversation with. You will get to pick, have the pick of the litter if you did that. But y'all don't hear me, though. Y'all don't hear me. You know why? And I, uh, Carmella, I'm about to get to you right now, but I got to make this point. You know why? Because you fear rejection. It has nothing to do with a man is supposed to do this or a man is supposed to do that. Because it's 2021, y'all. I mean, come on. It's everything to do with the fear of rejection. If you don't spark conversations, then you don't. You don't 
you know you like to play with a with a stack deck <laughs> you like to you like to engage with men you already know like you you don't like the mystery of if he like you or not and that's why you don't do it it's not that you think it makes you thirsty because you know sparking a conversation doesn't make you thirsty it's you don't want to feel like you got rejected but as a man that gets rejected often get over it get over it it's not how many times people say no it's how many times a person say yes you'll find that guy to say yes shoot your shot sis shoot it all right camilla what's up i hope i pronounced it right. how are you it's a pleasure meeting you finally hey yeah yeah yes. thank you so much for selecting me oh no no problem what's going on talk to me well i just joined in i'm actually at work i'm working from home Mm -hmm. And I just want to give you some words of encouragement, if that's okay with you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because it, watching you on uh, Facebook Live, on YouTube, has really been a blessing to me. Because I had just ended a five-year relationship. Uh -huh. And you helped me get through the broken heart and pain that I had suffered. So for that, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is the anniversary of my dad's passing. My dad passed away back in 2017. And before he passed away, he had told me to protect my heart. And I didn't. Mm. So with that being said, when I, end, when I finally ended the relationship, because I kept going back, kept asking him, let's work together and work together. And when I ended it, it ended on the 4th of July last year which was a blessing because I can feel that weight lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, it was nothing but God and you, because God had to use you as a vessel to reach out to me and minister to me and my spirit to tell me that I need to look out for number one, which is me. Because yes. I was yeah. looking out for him instead of looking out for me, looking out for my son. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much. I bought oh. your cards. I haven't used it yet because right now I'm enjoying taking better care of me. I appreciate I'm enjoying it. it. And well, I'm you loving the fact I'm 51 years old. Okay. I'm 51 mm -hmm. years old and I've been in bad relationships. Some was my fault. Some was theirs. I can truly own up to my mistakes. Yeah. But I truly thank you for using this as a using your platform to minister and reach out to me and other women and men alike too for um, you know keeping it real and to be open and honest and sharing your testimony because you're not alone. All of us have been there, done that, or in it. Okay, <laughs> so for that face. Thank you so very much. And I'm still learning. I'm still growing. But I'm just yeah. loving the fact that I can look out for me and me alone. <laughs> well, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and listen, I appreciate you so much. And listen, it's a journey. You know, this, this, whole, this whole life thing, this whole love thing, this whole healing thing is a journey. It and is. It sounds, it sounds to me that you're on your way to getting where you want to go. So I yes, appreciate I am. you so much. All right. All right. Thanks for selecting me and God bless you. You have a wonderful Mother's Day weekend. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye.
All right. So, all right. So we got Lori. Lori, you you got a question? Or are you just listening? You got a question? Hold on. You just listening, or you got a question? Well, well, it's somewhat of a question. Um, Go ahead. Talk I'm doing. You. I'm doing this um, data online thing, oh. and it's kind of skeptical. You know, you, you got to wean out the. I just want to bond to the the ones that want to get to know you, and I can't really get past the greedy part. You know, it's more hey. How you doing? What you doing? Hey, how you doing? Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And we had a little bit more conversation. And then of course you got the days go by in the midst of, hey, how you doing? And so I'm 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 losing my faith in this dating online thing. But can you give me some way uh have better communication with online dating? I know that's kind of different from meeting the person face to face and trying to Lori, a couple things, couple things. You're gonna have that, you know, you're gonna have that on online day. Specifically, the part where really deciphering people's intentions. Um, my my advice with you, and I'm gonna mute you real quick. Um, my my advice is first to take it slower with online relationships. Um, in person, you have to still be patient because again, you got to safeguard your heart. Again, you need more time for people to validate how awesome you initially think they are. You have to have time for the weeds and the weeks, the wheat and the weeds to differentiate themselves. But online, you have to take an even greater step um, with patience um, and and watchfulness. And, and your discernment has to be up a lot because here's the thing. When you're texting, you know, the tone is off. You can't really hear the sincerity in people's voices. And then two people can be who they want you to believe they are. So that's the first thing. But I'm glad you said something about these small talk conversations because, Laura, you know, I got a solution for that. Now, I know you ain't got to tell somebody to play the game with you, but they will never know. I Go through this deck with people. Like, just be writing just random questions. So... <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me just randomly see. I'm gonna see how this will work. All right. They don't know you writing it, but this is one of the texts you go see. All right. So, all right, let's do. So, I uh, know nah, you don't want to ask that question, especially when people are trying to be nasty. But what lesson has your biggest mistake taught you? This is something they don't have to know that you're pulling out a card to ask them that. But when you ask them that, that's more than just hey, how you doing? Um, where you've been. And let me tell you something. I am, Laura, you know me. I'm not, I'm not so big on history. Now I do think history is important, but I'm more excited to learn how your past has shaped the person you currently are and what lessons have you extracted from the things you went through to forecast your future. And I would say when you're dating, um, the biggest challenge is thinking of conversation starters. And I tell everybody this, y'all ain't got to date by yourself. <laughs> you know, pull up Google and think of questions to ask because really you want to see if people have depth. Are they deep? And and, and I'll say this, Lori, you know, online dating, I'm on mute you. Online dating can be difficult. 
Um, I would suggest meeting a guy at Walmart, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Go to go to like Home Depot and shit. You find handymen there, you know, plumbers, dudes good with pipe. You know, go to go to Home Depot. Do y'all got Home Depot where you live? Yes, we do. Oh man, all you gotta do is go to Home Depot and act like you lost. All the guys gonna be like, hey, let me. You need you need me to help you with this lumber. You know what I'm saying? All the guys gonna be trying to help you and shit. So my point is, I think people resort to online dating, um, but I don't think it should be your only source of meeting men. All right. So I'm gonna meet you one more time. So I, I, my suggestion is do that, but also if you got some free time, if you got four hours a week that you can go to different places and meet men face to face as well, that way you kind of increases, you increase your odds. All right. That's my suggestion. Cool. All right. I know, I know, listen, I know it's hard out here. I know it's hard. Ladies, she looking at me like, Hey, she don't know what you, man. Man. I know it's hard out here though. You know what I'm saying? It's hard, boy. And COVID, you don't know if people COVID free or not. So, Thanks, Lori. I appreciate you. All right. So I think I think we got everybody. I think we got everybody on here um, that wanted to ask questions. So, um, Jess, did you have a question? Um, I don't think she heard me. Um, so if you want, um, if you want, I got one more question in me. So if you want to ask me a question. Um, hit the stream link, um, link. I sent it in the text messages. If you are on my, um, text messaging group, if you are on Instagram and you want to ask me a question live, go to the link in my bio right now. All right. Go to the link in my bio right now, fill it out and we're going to get this going. Okay. Before we do that, before we get to the last question, just want to remind everybody, you can text this number 937-314-6974 to join my texting list to be notified about these question and answer sessions. Jennifer, I see you. I'm going to get you up next. Um, also, remember, this is this is on YouTube. All right? So just know you ain't really got no privacy on YouTube. It's YouTube. And then also, if you want my books and card games, go to shopacemetaphor.com. All right? Um, I think Jessica left us. So I think we good then. I think I got all the questions then. Nobody else got no more questions. All right? So I think we good. Anybody else got a question? Jess, did you have a question? I'm trying to... You do? All right, Jess, yes. talk to me. What's up? Hey. Um. So, I have um, kind of taken a slowdown in my engagement. Um, just taking the time out to get to know this person letting them yeah. get to know me um because even though we've been through that initial getting to know you part it's different now because okay they knew me as their girlfriend i knew them as my boyfriend now we're in another level okay so we're talking yeah. about the future now so it's different yeah. um there are some things that I see that I don't like very much. Um, and I'm trying to decide if they're deal breakers or not. So what are those things? Um, one, I see that he's very judgmental. Mm -hmm. um, 
and I not so much towards me, but I me sending back and I've learned that you learn a lot about a person by observing, by listening, not just the way that they react towards you, but maybe even the way that they react towards other people. Okay. Um, so I have noticed in that that he is. <clears throat> We've definitely had the conversation that he and I did not grow up the same. No, he's a little older. We did not grow up the same. Um, per se, maybe in his household, they grew up cursing at each other. Yeah. That didn't happen in my house. That didn't happen in my that doesn't happen in my family. Um, he came to a couple of my family functions and he realized, you know, body was getting loud, getting drunk, and doing any of that stuff. You know, we just enjoy each other's company. We may laugh, joke, yeah. you know, and, and get a little loud without laughing and joking, but nobody's cussing each other out. And I mean, that's just not, and not knocking anybody who does have like a little rambunctious family, you know, or, or family that's on that level, but. That's not my reality. So it sounds like to me, so personally, between you guys, you two, how you two interact with each other, how you two communicate, the strength of your relationship, is it good, bad, or average? I would definitely say average. Well, I say a little more than average, to be honest with you, because when we do come up um, or run into those topics where we may not agree, we mm -hmm. do talk about it. We do talk. So, so this is how so I you're feel. saying. This is how you feel. So hmm. you're saying right now that you have an above average relationship. Above average compared to what I'm used to. I'll say that. <laughs> is it healthy? Above average compared to what. I'm no, I mean, but uh, compared to what you're used to, okay, now that makes it, I don't have framework now. Okay, so is it a healthy relationship between you two? Yes or no? I think so. Hmm. Okay, so you have a healthy... I, so. I didn't, I didn't want to... Hmm? So, so right wanna... now... Mm -hmm. But let, let's talk about this. Right now, you have a healthy, above-average relationship, in parentheses, on that part, better than what you're used to. Yeah. You are engaged, right? So this man is wanting to marry you, correct? Yeah. And, correct. and at the time, you said yes to him because you wanted to marry him as well. Absolutely. All right. So right now you're trying to decide whether or not these other things that you are seeing from him should be concerning or not. Yeah. All right. Now, last question. Absolutely. How old is this person? Hmm? How old is this person? He is 48. Okay, so he ain't changing. This is who he is. Okay, he's forty-eight. This is who he is. 
So this is this is my suggestion for you, and I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it because I, I I want you, I want you just to think about this. You specifically just said you have a healthy above average relationship with a man yeah. that's 48, which means he's not really gonna improve much in those other things. So what you have to do is rate the pros and cons. Um, are you happy in this relationship or not? And this is something rhetorical. You can answer this yourself. Are you happy or not? Okay. If the answer is yes, coupled with the relationship being healthy, coupled with it's above average, then to me, you know, a lot of people would want to be in that position. Okay. Um, you have a man that wants to marry you. These are things to think about. A lot of times we harper on the things that are not going well. Um that we lose sight of the things that are now again i don't know the inside of your relationship so there might be some things you're not telling me right now that make you question it however you know let me give let me give a for instance for uh -huh. instance in my observation through conversations that we've had and through um even if it's something as simple as we're watching a movie or something like that yeah, we're wa I'm watching the movie, but I'm also observant reactions. Um, and maybe I, I'm a, I'm definitely an overthinker. I can admit to that. I can admit that. Jess, I am Jess, was was he was he this way before you got engaged? Yes. Yeah. And and I know I just. What's scaring me, I think, is because I have seen certain things in other people's marriages, and I don't want to ignore things that will potentially get worse after. Yeah, now, I, 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 look, look, let me say this. I agree with you, all right? I'm, you know, I'm Captain Leave-A-Dude, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm Captain... You know, if if you don't want to be here, then. But on this, you you're not you're not. No offense, you know, and I'm not trying to minimize how you feel, but you're not talking about this man is going smelling other roses and spending the night over women's houses right. and putting his hands on you and you know calling you out your name. You that you're not you're not sharing that right now. So and then you said it was healthy above average no, and that you're. Go ahead. So, so what? Do you, I mean, I don't yeah, know. And and like for for example, for example, one of the things that I'm like, like I said, I feel like he's a bit judgmental when it comes down to people. Um, one thing I, oh, I, uh, I feel like he may possibly have homophobic tendencies. Yeah. Um. Just judging by and and the person that I am, because of the fact that I have really really strong, um, I'm a compassionate person and I have really strong, um, faith and Christian background. Because of that, I can't see myself feeling a certain way about anybody because of the way that they choose to live their life. That's not okay. Me. So let, let also, me say this. I let me say this. Myself being critical of. Hmm? So look, okay. I, I let's just cut to this. Let's let's cut it. 
Let's cut to the chase here. Okay. Let's just cut to the chase. Mm-hmm. The chase is mm-hmm. you you're not really sure about this. You know, you're not sure. It, it sounds like you're not sure. Um, to me, to me, you have things that you desire that you're not necessarily sure if he possesses those skills, those qualifications, um, that level of compassionate, that that level of understanding for other people that you want. Okay, so this is what it boils down to. And I'm going to leave you with this. This is the tough thing. Um, If you feel like you can get better, go get better. If you feel like you can go get someone better, then go get that person. All right. And that's the bottom line. And I, I want to emphasize that to you, because if you're not sure you shouldn't marry someone you're not sure about. All right. You shouldn't. But also on the flip side, there isn't anything that you said to me personally that's inherently a deal breaker to me or most people. You know what I'm saying? Especially if the relationship is healthy and otherwise above average. But again, that's me coming from the side of, you know, no matter who you talk to, there's going to be some stuff you don't like. Now, as long as those things are not abusive, they're not cheating, they're not disrespectful to you personally, like I think you got to understand that's another individual. He has his own sets of moral code. He has his own way of behaving. But if you can't tolerate that, here's the point. If you can't tolerate that, then go find another man. But I'm saying it's hard out here. And I hate doing this. I'm going to tell you this. I hate doing this. Ask all the ladies. If you was on my Instagram right now, the ladies tell you it's hard out here. You get back into dating, the dating field, it's this difficult. So I don't want to tell you to just leave without telling you the realness of it. Like to get to a level with a man that wants to marry you and it's a healthy relationship and is above average and the things that you are coming up with to, to me seems not the biggest right now. It, it, it seems like you just might have cold feet. However, trust your intuition. If you think you can go get better, go get it. Because marriage... It's serious. And I just don't want you getting married if you're not sure. And I'm going to be honest with you. If you're not sure this deep in a relationship, then that's probably means that this may be not the right person for you. Or, or you are overthinking or you may not just be content. And those are things that maybe you got to address with yourself. But if he's 48, you're in your 40s as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, all I'm, right. So then, just me. You forty? What? I just made forty. You just made forty. So, and so you know how difficult it is out here. So, my point is, I don't want you to settle. If you feel like, if if you feel like you settling, then don't. Um, but also be realistic about your expectations. I don't feel like I'm settling. I can honestly say, and this is really my first time saying it out loud, because of the things that I've seen, because of the things that I watch my mother go through, when I've watched other people that I love go through when it comes down to marriage. And like I said, my first time saying it out loud, I'm scared as hell. Like, yeah, I, I can. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, but seriously. But but my thing is, 
I mean, quit punishing somebody for mistakes other people made. If this man specifically ain't done those things toward you, then right now you're indicting for things that your father may have did to your mother or your stepdad may have did to your mother or your uncle may have did to your aunt. That ain't got nothing specifically to do with him. Now, if you see warning signs and you like, okay, because of those warning signs, I want to go. I respect that. But I also feel like, you know, how long you guys been together? We've been together for two, almost three years, but we've known each other for 20 years. Man. All right. So, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> you know, him, yeah. he is who he is. Either you like him or you don't. <laughs> and if you don't, you know, cool, leave it. But it sounds yep. to me that, you know, ago, you might, I couldn't stand. <laughs> I, 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 what I would hate for you to do. Now, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the inner workings of your relationship. But what I would hate for you to do is to talk yourself out of a good thing. And um, yeah. I, I will say this. I'm the first person to tell you that, yeah, nobody's perfect, but there's certain things people shouldn't do toward you. And if he's not doing those certain things that are necessarily deal breakers, then I don't know. I mean, I just I just don't know. I don't know. And the only reason I say that is sometimes you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. So if you think this is one of those things where you like, man, I got to walk away from the table. Cool. But um, sometimes you got a winning hand and you just don't know it. And because of doubt, you end up losing. So that's for you to find out for yourself and just meditate. Maybe take a step back from the relationship um, and express to him how you feel and take some time to think. And, and then hopefully he respects that. And then you can kind of come back with a clearer head. OK. OK, thank you. All right, do your thing. All right, so we got one more. Tony, Tony, you trying to talk? All right. <laughs> Tony, what's up? Talk to me. I don't know. Is my phone unmuted? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So <clears throat> I met this guy at work and... Um, you, hold, on, hold, on, he, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You met this guy at work. Yes. It already sounds like there's about to be problems because you don't play where you eat. And you, I you say know that this all the time. I always say you don't shit where you where you sleep, but so, so why did you I, do it? Okay. I didn't. Okay, so I only did it because I it, my sister works with me. So she was like, Well, give it a chance, you know, because I've been single oh. for three years now. Okay. So okay. um it's your sister's I, fault. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I um started talking to him. I'm gonna just call him him Birmingham. And okay. uh, we started talking, whatever, and everything was cool. But then um I started seeing red flags off the rip. But now my long story short, I'm at where my my friend, one of my guy friends was like, just give him a chance. He just need a little coaching and a little help. My problem of it is is um the other day, um we were supposed to, he was like, let's have a coffee. He's like, I'm on my way out there. Fontana. And I wanted to see if, you know, you wanted to have a coffee date. I said, yeah, sure. But then my sister calls and tells me like, Hey, um, my car needs to get towed to the house. Can you help me out? So I said, okay. So I tell him like, Hey, I'm gonna have to rain check that, um, coffee date because I, I need to assist my sister. He instantly got an attitude and was like, um, I drove all this way. Um, you could have you could have did anything else but but rain ticket. I'm done. Bye. 
So I, I didn't say anything. So I felt bad. And I was like, well, do you need gas money? But then he was like, um, never responded. So I called a couple of times and was a he couple, wouldn't answer. Two, two times? I, two times after because I felt bad. So then and it kept going straight to voicemail. So something said, block my number and I call. I blocked it and it run. So then I text him and said, you know what? You playing games, whatever. Um, why, you know, like, if you want to talk, that's but I don't got time, so we good. So we hadn't talked, and it's been like three weeks. So randomly yesterday, he calls me like, what's good with you? So I let my friend, my homeboy here, listen in on a conversation. And he's like, just give him a chance. He really trying to apologize. So my question today is, I, I'm, I was done after that because I feel like that, that was like his second time. And I, I call it bitch assness. Like, you, you, you get too short-tempered to be a man. And a man usually, to me, in my opinion, is well, well even-tempered. We as women get a little bit more hype than a man will in a situation. And he was apologizing. So my question is, is should I give him a real chance or should I just follow my first intuition and just cut it while, while before he even gets anywhere? No, because y'all work together. I stopped well, no, listening. No, he got fired just... <laughs> Oh, and he now he ain't got no job. So is it no? Oh my god! So it's hey, just like, hey, at oh. least at, at least when you work together, you knew he had a job. Now he ain't got no job. Then then definitely no. Okay, now oh. in fairness, in fairness though, how far did he have to drive to get there? Um, probably like about an hour. Okay, now how how long before you canceled on him? Like you were supposed to meet at him, this point. I gave him a, a good two-hour window, but the problem was I didn't think it was a problem because when he called, he was like, hey, I'm on my way out there. His exact words was like, hey, I'm on my way out there. Uh, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. And I'm like, um, he like, so what you got going on there? I'm like, nothing. He's like, oh, so, okay, so I took it as you got something to do out so, here. Oh, no, let me finish. So basically... Okay, y'all were supposed to meet at a certain time. A certain you were supposed to meet him at a certain time. So let's say it's three o'clock. Yes. You canceled how soon? How how much earlier than three o'clock? Two. I gave him. I canceled two hours before. Okay. So I don't understand why he was that upset. Now, what I will say is this. You know. It ain't it ain't my say so you know what I mean like I'm be honest with you I'm I'm come I'm no this is just me I'll know about you you got one time to rain tech on your boy I, I'm just I'm like just the way my self worth is set up you rain check on me then I'm not really carving out time for you no more but I'm pretty busy you know if I carve out time for somebody that means I'm not making money and so if if you cancel on me that was your shot so I was. Let me tell you something. I respect the man. I'm gonna be honest with you for blocking you. I respect him for doing that. You okay. know why? That's some G shit right there. That you know what I'm saying? I respect him. Now you ain't gonna like it, but if a man rain checked on you when you done got ready, you done did this, you done did that, you done shaved, you done got your hair done, you done ordered a dress, and he rain checked on you, be like, man, hell nah. But certain people were different, you know what I'm saying? But I think to your point, you're like, okay. Because it really wasn't emotional to me. I think it probably was, but it, it might be how he operates. Like, I don't like people 
playing with my time like that. And certain people are like that. So my point is I can't judge him for that. And then maybe afterwards he thought about it. Now, when it comes to you now, though, um, you've seen how quick he is to handle things like that. Like blocking somebody is burning a bridge. Shit, you can't block somebody, then unblock them and act like nothing happened. That's where I'm at. That's exactly where I'm at. Like you blocked me. And when I called, when I blocked yeah. my number and seen that it went through, it was like, okay, so you done. So I was good. But then yeah. three, two weeks, three weeks later, you want to call me and be like, what's good? Nothing. Cause now like you got so short temper with me when you and then my <laughs> my thought was shit happens. I didn't know my sister's car was gonna need to get told, but I get it wasn't like I gave you a 15 minute window, I gave you a two hour window. So it was so, like, why are you so short tempered? So and then so you here, blocked me. <laughs> here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Here, here's here's the bottom line. Bottom line is he's a grown man, he can operate how he wanna operate. You have to figure out whether or not this is something that's acceptable to you. Now, right now he in between in, in between jobs right now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so um, he need to focus there. Yeah, he probably need to focus there. And then and, and then too, like, I mean, again, I think when you see something, when somebody show you who they are, you gotta believe them. Um again, personally, if I if I, I'm not gonna block nobody, I don't block people, but if if you stand me up, I'm not gonna ask for another day. But I'm not gonna block you. But the way the way he was so quick to do that leads me to believe that if you did start to talk to him, this is that's his that's his way of dealing with issues instead of communicating. Because he could have he could have earned your respect by saying, Hey, look, Tony, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I fuck with you, right? And I'm on my way. I was on my way. Actually, I was here, you know what I'm saying? And I feel some type of way about it. Um, I understand you had things to do, but I am a little salty. So let me take a couple of days to figure out how, how I really want to handle this. You probably would have respect that more. And let me tell you I something. I wish fellas would watch this more because that's how you handle it like a G. Let me tell you what I do, Tony. I always leave her with something on her mind. And that's why you got to be like, you know what? So I just needed a couple couple days. I'll holler at you a little later. You know what I'm saying? I got to feel how I feel. And then for a couple of days, she like, damn, I feel bad. Shit. And I ain't even mad. I'm up there like, I'm cool. I'm going to hit her back on Tuesday. Set my little phone alarm on my phone and be like, hey, man, you know, I, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Let's try it again or some shit like that. But anywho, my suggestion is this is just a precursor of how he's probably going to handle things going forward. Man, you probably don't want to be with a man that, that blocks. Like, for real, for real, like what you said. And, you know, masculinity comes in a lot of different dresses. So I'm not even going to sit here and, and, and act like one thing is masculine, one thing isn't. But I'll tell you this. Um, I don't block people. That's just... Me neither. Me neither. To me, that is, is just immature. That's a form of immaturity. Just, just don't answer. Got, if they call a text, just don't answer or don't respond. Listen, you gotta have a certain block face. You gotta be like fucking blocking. Mm, mm, mm. Like it irritated oh. me because and it's crazy because you you hit the nail on head on the nail when you said just he could have just said anything because if he had just was like I'm here already or I probably yeah. or like I'm you know like I drove all this way, I would have been yep. like okay, you well hey just roll with me to hang out with me while I finish with the tow people. Don't get mad how long it takes, but hang out with me and then we'll go from there. But he didn't even he just got so short with me it, it, 
it to me that's a red flag because I'm 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 divorced once and I have a, a baby daddy that I'm been been separate been done with for the last three years. So it's just like I I don't want to be bothered no more. I, I'm my I'm for I just turned forty, so I don't want any more yeah. mishaps. <laughs> Yeah, I feel you. Well, go ahead, do your thing. I appreciate Thank talking you. to you. I appreciate you. Have a good All day. Right. Bye bye. Right, Bethany, did you have something you wanted to ask me? Yes, I do. Bethany, okay. talk to me. Okay, so I've got a two-year-old son, and um, his dad is was abusive while we were in the relationship, and I now have a protection order. And we're working through the custody court things, all that fun stuff. Um, but the protection order will be up here in about a year. And so right now I'm just trying to get my mind around how to better communicate with him, knowing he has a lot of very narcissistic traits. Um, how do I better communicate things with my son, what he would like, um, you know, certain events, um, you know, we're going to have to communicate. We just have to. And so I'm trying to learn my best to communicate with somebody who has no sympathy no emotion and is very vindictive and has threatened to burn down my house and stab my brother several times now. Okay. So he's lost his privilege to directly communicate with you. Yep. So why do you feel like you have to directly communicate with him? Well, here in a year when the protection order's up, I'm going to have to. How? Well, we, why? Why? how, why, uh, well, every, why do you, he Why do you every other weekend and every other holiday? And so every every other weekend and every other holiday, there's there's opportunity there for words to be exchanged, whether in a good way or in a bad way. And the last how if, if if think about it, and this is this is something you talk to talk to um counsel because I'm I'm pretty sure you guys are going through courts yep. to get things figured out, but there's mediators you can have you can drop your kid off to a mom's or a father's or somebody's house he can pick up that kid from that place if he wants to know about daycare school he can contact the daycare and school people directly himself he can only contact you when there's extreme emergencies and if and it, even in that case he can contact that mediator that mom or whatever and if it's important the mom will get it to you you cannot allow someone to use a child to keep open channels of communication with you when it's dangerous and toxic. I care about my child's well-being too, but I can't take care of my child if I'm not here to take care of my child. If I'm mentally stressed out dealing with you, if I'm crying because you are disrespecting me. Listen, I get we have a child together, but we got a court order. These are the days you get me. I don't need to talk to you outside of that. Just as long as you pay your child support, if you got to pay it on time, we cool. We even. We ain't got to deal with each other like that. So what I'm saying is I don't want you setting yourself up to think you have to communicate with this person. He has lost his privilege to communicate with you directly. You can communicate through channels. And I know they have that. They have that, right? $50 an hour for the mediator. And we just closed the case because we couldn't come to an agreement. He wants... Um, 50-50 custody, physical, and legal, and I've got 100% everything. The only thing he gets is every other weekend and every other holiday, and he can't even seem to pay the $50 child support every month. So I'm- $50 a month? See, yeah, y'all ain't got nothing to talk about. <laughs> Listen, let me say this. Let me say this to everybody, especially all my moms out there. Listen, if this man, I'm just be honest with you. 
sometimes I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't care about his child. I'm not even talking about your specific situation, mm -hmm. but you take the, the shirt off your back to make sure your child didn't go without. Mm -hmm. And if that man that had a baby with you can't come up with $50 a month to make sure that his child is okay, he ain't really concerned about that child. A lot of times people will use that child as a means to control you, control your movement and have access to speak to you. And you cannot allow somebody to do that. Now, if this person genuinely was interested in the well-being of their child, you know how they would let you know that they actually are by coming with at least the $50 a month. If you ain't got $50 a month, then we don't really need to, well, I need to talk to you. Now, listen, because you, because you are a respectable person, you got the every other weekend and you got the every other holiday. Mm -hmm. This is where the kid is going to be on those weekends where you got to pick them up. This is where I want you to drop them off. We don't need to talk, especially if you ain't paying the $50 a month. We ain't got nothing to talk because that means you taking care of the kid. That yeah. means you are providing. Yeah. And so he don't get to try to play dad when it comes to, oh, I'm concerned about my kid. I need to talk to you right now when you ain't concerned enough to pay your $50 a month. So my point to you is, I don't, I'm not putting, I don't want to put intentions in on him because I don't know him. Mm -hmm. But what I will specifically say to you is you have to establish a way to protect yourself. Um, after this is over, the restraining order is over, after you guys are trying to co-parent, you have to protect yourself. Just because you have a kid with him does not give him the license to have open communication with you. How do I and stop him from that? Okay, even after the protection order, he still, he was using other phone numbers like a talk to text or WhatsApp map, WhatsApp or whatever. Either way, it changes his number. And he would go with different emails and still send me messages. I wouldn't respond. There was over a hundred messages I never responded to. Change your number. Change my number. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but yeah. I mean, I've had my number for years. Everybody. Uh, okay. Change your number. Change your number. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. here's the thing. How much is your piece worth? Is yeah. your piece worth getting seven new digits? <laughs> I'm, pretty, right? I'm pretty sure it is. And you only give that number to the important people. You know what I'm saying? You only give that number to the people you talk to. Um, for real, you probably need to clean your friends list in the first place. You feel me? Like, I go through my phone and I see all kind of different numbers. I'm like, who is Jessica? I don't even know who this is. I got like two people that call me on the phone. I'd be weird when people call me. would be like, why are you calling me? So change your number. And also... Here's the thing. Now we ain't. Now he don't pop up to your crib though, right? He He's don't do that. By the house a couple times, but it's public property, and the cops won't do anything about it. Oh, you live in an apartment? He lives an hour away, so when he drives by in his very distinctive old, it's a yellow, um, oh, yellow van car. Mm -hmm. Like it has the old. It's his car. It's him. Definitely him. When he shows up an hour away, the cops still can't do anything about it because it's private property. Yeah, public property, the street. You no, know, he, you know, he could have used that gas money to pay his child support. Could have, yeah, but he doesn't. Know, right? He's extremely controlling, extremely. It, it, and but, but, I'm learning a lot now about it, but yeah, it's I, I just, how do I shut him down? Essentially, when he does start going at it, because this last month it was, oh my goodness, it was bad. It got really bad. I mean, thousands of text messages within two weeks. Call the cops. Did you call the cops? Yes. 
I was, and they're not doing anything about it because it's a civil matter. They can't there were prove it's him because he he's talking in the third person for one, and for two, their numbers are number. directly to him. Change your number. Yeah, I'm about to. <laughs> yeah. Change your number. Hey, listen. Let me say something to you. I wouldn't begin to understand how it feels to be in a relationship with someone that is abusive to the point where I'm actually thinking that they can harm me, you know, especially as a man. Like, so I admit that I have a little male privilege here and maybe I'm oversimplifying the problem. However, what I am saying is he's not going to just relinquish his control. And so if you've always, if you continue to do what you always did you always gonna get what you always got and yeah the hope can be maybe he finds somebody else and he starts stalking and abusing them and leave you alone but i just think that you should find some better ways to cope with this first thing is changing your number the second thing is even if it's not a mediator that you you do to, with the courts you have a friend or a, a family member of yours that he knows mm -hmm. to directly text if he needs anything about the child but I imagine most of the conversations ain't about that child. It may even it may start there, but it ain't about the kid. No. You know what I'm saying? The listen, listen. I I it's I don't know what it is about men. Some some men. I would I don't know the numbers. I'm not even gonna pretend to know the numbers. But I imagine there's a fair share of men that are disciplined, respectable, and regardless if they're with the woman, they will take care of their kid and be concerned about their children regardless if y'all get along or not your your guy don't sound like that right now mm -hmm. and so because of that you know there's not even a genuine interest in him to want to to be, have a relationship for that reason so for you i would set boundaries and make sure you enforce them all right and protect yourself Who? yep Definitely. all right lady thank you all right, peace. Woo wee. Um, Kayla, Daddy, did you have a question? You said yeah. Let me see. What's up? Hey, how you doing? What's going on? What, what's your question? Okay, so my question to you is: I feel like I'm too picky when it comes to trying to choose. Uh, like a man so i'm 22 years old i live by myself i go to school i go to work i got my own car all that and i think it's perfectly logical that i want somebody that got everything that i got it is but and let me tell you why so i don't even date guys my age because they don't have it right so makes sense i date older guys like your age and they still don't have it like yeah yeah so <laughs> so listen listen so you saying are you too are your question is am I being too picky yeah. to expect a man to have I don't know things adults should have like a car a job a place to stay yeah. that's not being picky those are, are bare minimum standards but let me tell you something everything is too expensive to a broke person if if you broke. Going into Walmart, you look at the price tags like, ooh, $12? Because you broke. You can't afford it. But let me tell you what people that can't afford it will do to you. And, and Kayla, I'm going to mute you for a second. This is what people that can't afford your standards would do. They make it seem like you priced your stuff too high. They make it seem like 
uh-uh. You asking for this? And they'll start to try to tear you down or tear your standards and your morals and your ethics down so that you will now bargain your heart. You'll now try to put what you deserve in the discount bin. And let me tell you something. You'll start questioning it. You'll be like, well, dang, I can't meet somebody that has this. So maybe I am asking for too much. And I want you to fight against that. I'm about to unmute you. I want you to fight against that. You know why I want you to fight against that? It's because first, you 22. <laughs> okay. First of all, you got time. <laughs> you up there acting like you got to find it now. Let me tell you something. Right? That, that I'm telling you, there are certain people that will sacrifice their future Mr. Right for the present Mr. Wrong. Absolutely. Because right now, you don't want to be lonely right now. Right now, you want a man, your all your girlfriends on Instagram taking vacations to Cancun. You're like, I would be a Cancun taking a vacation, dude. But listen, listen to me and listen to me specifically. When you talk about your standards, those are bare minimum requirements. As a man, that person, before he start looking for a bay, should have a place to stay. Absolutely. Simple, right? Simple. If he can't pick you up and take you out on a date, then he shouldn't be trying to date. And fellas, I know what y'all about to say. I'm going through stuff. You know, I'm you know, I'm in between. We were we working things out. But here's the thing: you got your stuff together, don't you? They got the same 24 hours you got in a day, don't they? So why is it that you are forced to settle? Instead of them being forced to up their level. See, this is what people want to do. So I'm going to end it with this and I'm going to let you know this. Don't. You're not being picky. You're being reasonable. Because here's the thing. If you did settle your standards, you wouldn't be happy with that man. Could you truly, be honest, and this is rhetorical, could you truly respect a man that you can't even go to their crib because they ain't got one? Could you truly respect a man that ain't bringing finances and leadership to the relationship. Can you respect a man that got a bus pass in a relationship? Listen, maybe you can respect him on a person level. Like I, I respect you as a person, but as a boyfriend or a potential husband mate, no. Would you even want to, and, and here's the, the key part. Now I'm about to get long-winded, but I'm about to just make this point. There's so many men that you like you're describing right now that tell me that women, these new women are different. They're not submissive. They're not respectful. But you're not doing things that that a person would want to submit to. You want her to submit to you not having a job, not having a car, and not having no money in your pocket and a place to stay? You want her to be able to trust your leadership because you a man? If you want to be treated like a man in a relationship, act like one. Absolutely. You wanna, matter, matter of fact, act like an adult. Okay. So anyway, to answer your question, are you being picky? No. But let me ask you this. Why do you feel like you were being picky? Because like I meet a lot of a lot of guys. Like when you said like, oh, you judging based off a few guys, I thought that was hilarious. Cause it's like I've met tons of guys. And it's like some of them I like, some of them we just didn't get along, even if they mm -hmm. did meet all the requirements. And it's just like maybe. 
maybe I take a dude that like maybe he don't have a place to stay right now. Like maybe he's staying with his mom still. I'd be like, but that shit, like, I don't don't do that. <laughs> so, where y'all going? First of all, uh, don't answer this, but like, where y'all going hanky panky at? Like, I mean, I mean, where where you going? I mean, we, I mean, you can't even listen. Listen, we can't even go. Where we going hanky panky at? You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Listen, listen, listen to me. Impatience is the biggest antagonist to you actually finding the right person. Being impatient. Impatience is the reason you settle, not that person. We always blame it on the other person and say, well, they just talked me out of my standards. I just really like them. No, you were impatient. You didn't want to wait for your Mr. Right, so you took a project. You you settled for potential and false potential. Because <laughs> if he ain't got no job and no car, how much potential do we really have? Like Those are bare minimal things. He don't even have the ingredients right now to be successful. And let me tell you something. A respectable man will know that he shouldn't date without those things. And and and, and obviously, let me, let me make, make this other point, though. How hard are you actively searching? First of all, where, where do you, without being specific, do you live in a small town or a big city? Um, I would say it's a big city. Okay. A lot of, hmm. Hmm. it's a big city. Yeah. So that mean it got to be some people with their own places to stay, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what I would suggest you do is change the places that you frequent. You know, change the bars you go to. The 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 matter of fact, try going to like a after out, like a after five, like a happy hour type thing, um, during the work week. You'll see a lot of professionals there, you know what I'm saying? Getting drinks, meeting people that way. And so I think it's about being intentional about where you position yourself. Because obviously, if you're in places where broke niggas be, you're going to find a lot of broke niggas. But if you go place yourself in areas where people that are successful, that at least have the bare minimum. I mean, you're not even asking for somebody rich. I can see if you came on here and you was like, hey... I want somebody to make a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, now, now, I mean, you're talking about you just want somebody with a job and a place to stay. All right, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty easy to find. You know what I'm saying? But you have to now search in different places, and also quit giving people that don't have those things the time of day. Because what you're gonna end up doing is liking one of them because you gave them a chance. Don't do that. Watch how you think. How you think all these women end up with these bums? Cause they gave the chance. <laughs> that is, hey, ladies, stop giving these bums chances. That, that's how you end up with one. Uh, you just don't understand. I mean, he's a nice person. You shouldn't even know he's a nice person. If you ain't got a place to stay and no job, you ain't got nothing to say to me. And that don't make you stuck up. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Why are you stepping to me without no job, man? You should be insulted. You should be insulted. That somebody would step to you without no job. Like, why you would it? First of all, why aren't you filling out applications right now? You want a you want a date? You should be on that computer at Walmart.com, McDonald's.com, Wendy's.com. You should be on the you you taking me out on the date. You, and then you got the nerve to try to pay for the date. 
don't you need to save up for rent? Priorities are all fucked up. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you something about broke dudes. Broke dudes got got time to fuck, but ain't got time to go find a job. Like how you haven't said, ladies, let me say that. I'm about to let you off. But ladies, listen to me. Just listen to me. As much as I'm trashing these dudes, and I don't think most men will have a problem with what I'm saying. I think most men would agree. But these dudes still get played. I don't understand it, ladies. Dudes without jobs are continuing to try to date because it works. Because some of y'all take them. I'm going to be honest with you. Some of you guys take men without a place to stay. Some of you guys go pick him up so you can go on a date. Some of you guys let him ride around the city in your Impala after he drop you off at work. Some of you guys be letting him hold something. Some of you guys be letting him try to flip your taxes. You done got stimulus money and he got half of it trying to make a come up. He making his new mixtape and you up there just holding him down. And this one thing I will say about black women, and I'm going to just be frank about it. And I've made a, I made actually, a, this is the, the point of the conversation that I'm having right now. The one thing about black women is you're almost expected to take a project man, a man that just full of potential, but nothing here in reality and endure the growth process of that. And if you don't do that, then you won't get a ring. And it's like, it's just so much in our culture that we got to change that because you guys start to think that it's normal to have to take a man at his worst and build him up and endure the cheating and endure the financial stress and this, that, and the other. And eventually, if you do all that, he'll marry you. Man, nah, find somebody that's put together, yo. And if that means you got to stay out of relationships until you do, then that's good. Because in the meanwhile, you won't get your heart broken. Look, staying out of those relationships will, will benefit you in the long run. All right? Because eventually, you'll meet a guy that got his stuff together. You don't want to be hurt before you do all right now now i will say this though let me say this let me say this you're 22 <laughs> okay so you know you're 22. my suggestion if i was to be honest with you my suggestion is you know continue to building you um whether that's working on a business furthering your education spend the next four or five years doing that i know too many women who at 21, 22, gave four or five years to a man and got nothing to show for it but a kid or two. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? And those relationships at 21, 22, it's hard for those to work out. It, it happens every now and again, but for the most part, you guys are just playing around with each other's heart. So I my suggestion would be, if you're going to find your little situation shit that's light, fun, and easy, and y'all use protection and stuff, do that. But I would rather you spend that spare time on a second, a second, a side hustle that you hope to be your business on furthering your education in night school. I would, and then by the time you're 26, 27, you really together. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when 27, 28, 29 is when people are actually serious about relationships. I mean, I'll be honest with you, at 22, I, I wouldn't try, I mean, I wasn't serious about a relationship. So a lot of guys ain't ready then. And I know you said you like to talk to older guys, but that's my suggestion. Get your stuff together. Spend more time working on you. And I think that's a better investment than trying to invest in a guy right now.
in my opinion. All right. All right. Peace out. Peace. All right, y'all. I didn't gave y'all an hour and a half of content. An hour and a half. Okay. An hour and a half. So uh, let me put these on here. Show, show, show. All right. So um, I, I want to do this. I want to do, I'm not going to do it every day because I ain't got the time to do it every day. Um, but um, if you guys want, if you're on Instagram right now and you want to know how to get the notifications about when I do these live Q&As, go to the link in my bio. It says join ACES texting community. I want you to join my texting community and I'll send you a text message anytime I go live. Sound good? Um, you can listen to this podcast on um, wherever all you, you listen to podcasts at, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Podcasts, whatever. And you can watch it on YouTube. Um, I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. And I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.